1450 AM, WKXL, 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and beyond. It is another edition of In Touch with Kale and Cormier. Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here. And uh, Jane, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you oh, this fine day? I couldn't be better. Couldn't, <laughs> could not be better because wow. I'm looking forward and... It, Honestly, I've got a, a true confessions here. I, I want to bring forth uh, a website that I saw earlier today uh, from it's familydestinationsguide.com. <laughs> this is from familydestinationsguide.com. And uh, I'm not really familiar with it. I, I just came across it today. Okay. And, you know, a lot of people this time of year now are planning either for you know, February vacation or spring break or mm-hmm. summer vacation or just a getaway somewhere. This is the 15 best places to visit in New Hampshire. Fun and unique places yeah. to go. And I have not released. I've just seen the, the first one on the list. Okay. Honestly. All right. Because that's the first one I came to. But I, I, I'm just scrolling on my phone here, and I've only seen one. All right. And the first one they mention is... Mount Washington slash Coas County. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Now, uh, I'll, I'll go first. I've been to the base of Mount Washington. I've been to the Mount Washington Hotel. I've been in Coas County. Yeah. I have to make this one confession, confession that I'm not proud of. <laughs> Having lived in New Hampshire for a long time, I have never been to the top of Mount Washington. Yeah, there have I. So why is that a confession? No, not a confession, but you, you, you so figure what? that, the, you know, people come from all over the world to go to the top of Mount Washington. <laughs> See, sometimes in your own backyard, you don't do these things. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Yeah. I, I can't tell you the number of times that when I was in New York City that I'd be asking folks in New York City if they yeah. had been to certain places. Right. And they hadn't, and it's like in their state. <laughs> Yeah, like right. crazy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've I've not been. I, I you know, I am glad to hear that there is somebody else who's been in New Hampshire probably at least as long as I have. Oh, yeah. Uh that has not been to the top of Mount Washington. Nope. But I would like to go. It's not that I don't want to go. Really? It's just uh, it's never really been convenient and I guess you know, if I really uh really really wanted to go, I probably would have done it already. Yeah, but it hasn't been like on the top of my list. Okay, but one of these, one of these years, I will make it to the top of Mount Washington. At least well, let that, me ask you a question. Yes, doesn't the Cog Railroad go up all the way? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's how to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, you see all the, you know, you see the bumper stickers. You don't. They're not as prevalent as they once were. But, yeah, that's right. You know, this car climbed Mount Washington and, and that sort of thing. Uh, I think, yeah, I would take the Cog. There's other I ways of too. getting up there too. They have. Uh, you know, just like uh, regular uh, kinds of vans that take you up to the top. Right. And, yeah, you can yeah. do it. Uh, the The Cog Railway is is terrific, and uh, I know uh, Joe McQuaid, the former editor of the uh, now New Hampshire Union Leader, uh, wrote a great book about the Cog Railway he because did. he worked on the Cog Railway. Oh my goodness! He really? Did for a number of summers. Wow. Uh, Joe McQuaid did, and I've actually talked to Joe uh, about that. And uh, I know that uh, maybe we'll get Joe on to the program one of these days to talk about the <laughs> That's Cog pretty Railway. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he, well, I'm with you, though. I'm going to put that on my bucket list because that right. is something I, I've always wanted to do. And for some reason, 
just kept putting just, off going yeah, on the cog. But it, I love the cog it, railroad. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's always you know, like we always say, you know, it's 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 always there, right? You, you think you can you know yeah. do it anytime, right? But I have not honestly made the time to okay. do it yet. All right, well that was a good all one then. All right, number two is the Flume Gorge in Lincoln. Oh, yes, yes, many I've, times. I have been to the Flume. I, yes. I have been to the Flume. Great destination. Yeah, I I would uh, certainly recommend that. Number three on the list is uh, Strawberry Bank in Portsmouth. Yes. Yeah, great. Absolutely. Uh, great, nice When you have kids, all area. these things, yeah. you have to go to these places. Yeah, yes. and uh, Portsmouth is a, a great city. Beautiful city. I don't get there enough. I mean, I don't get to the uh, to that area enough yeah, as far as historical. I'm concerned. Yeah, good, uh, good music scene there, yeah, too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, number four, uh, Hampton Beach State Park well, in Hampton. Yes. Yeah, that's, I think that's a given. Yes, yes. I think everybody has been. Been to Hampton. <laughs> I, I, my aunt and uncle used to take me to Hampton uh, along with a couple of my other cousins on, on a regular basis when we were kids. And yeah. Not that we were big beach people. We enjoyed it. It was fun. The water was always ice cold. Uh, so, but we went up there, you know, built the sand castles and, and that stuff. But yeah. the main reason we went was for the ice cream afterwards. On, okay, on the way there home. you go. Okay. I mean, everybody has their reasons, but. But Hampton Beach, you know, they've done some development there over the years, and the uh, bathhouses there and everything is uh, mm-hmm. the infrastructure is better yeah. than it once was yep. at Hampton Beach. So yeah, they've, absolutely. they've come a long way. Uh, there could be some improvements there huh. in, in some areas, but, uh, you know, I, I go over there uh, for the shows mainly mm-hmm. at the uh, Club Casino, Hampton right. Beach uh, Club Casino. I think they've done a great job down there. Yeah, they have, generally speaking. Yeah, I mean, some some of it looks like a... You know, a shanty town and that sort of thing. But for the most part. But maybe they don't want to change it too maybe much, they you don't. know? Well, people flock there, so yeah. I guess there's no reason to change. And then you, you know, drive up the road a piece and, and go to Rye and have a nice, uh, you know, fry clam dinner mm. or scallops or lobster or whatever. So yeah. talking about yeah. uh, Rye, I went last Sunday. To Rye, To yeah. um, the, what is that hotel up there? Uh, Not Wentworth by the Sea. Yes, okay. Wentworth by yes. the Sea. Yep. My son brought us, my, me and my sister, out for a brunch. Oh, nice. At Salt. They have a restaurant there called Salt. Okay. And this restaurant is wonderful. Wonderful food. Yeah. So if you have time to go there, um, that restaurant at that hotel is fabulous. I bet the last time I was at Wentworth by the Sea, I was like seven or eight years old. So we're talking a long, long <laughs> time ago. My my grandmother and grandfather used to go up there. They and they had owned a small uh, convenience store. They didn't call it that then, but a, a small store in uh, Medford, Massachusetts. And uh-huh. they would go up with the Grocers Association. So a couple of times, my my mother and father took me up there when my grandmother and grandfather were having fun with the grocers, and yeah, we just went up there a couple of times, and it was beautiful then, and I'm sure it's probably even more so now. Just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to check that out. Get get back to Wentworth by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, uh, number five on the list, not necessarily in order of importance, and this is I don't think it's in any particular order here. Right. But number five is Storyland. Oh, my goodness, Glenn. yes. 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 Yeah. Well, again, if you have kids, these are all places you have to go. We have great places in New Hampshire to, for family. We do. Oh, we absolutely. Do. Outdoors I, yeah. and just great stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I have been to Storyland on yeah. uh, any number of occasions. Uh, number six is the Courier Museum of Art yes. in Manchester. Okay. Yeah. So I really like the Courier. I wish that they're... Um, you know, because this just makes me old, I guess. But I wish that they would offer more uh, conservative, um, old-time kind of 
um, openings, you know, for their for mm. their artwork that they bring in. They they sometimes bring in a lot of nouveau stuff. Maybe it's stuff that they think the public will like more. Yeah, you know. But I like the traditionalist art offerings. What, you what would you like to see? I love impressionism. They may, they may be listening. Impressionism. Oh. Well, it was uh, founded, by the way, in 1929. Wow. And uh, it says, this classy museum is one of the top destinations in New Hampshire to get your art fix okay. from. That's just a little It is very nice. Here. Yeah, it is a yeah. beautiful little, it's a. It's small. I mean, you know, if you go to museums and you know what an art museum is, uh, they can really be quite extravagant and large. It's it's a pretty small facility, but it's very well laid out. Yeah. And I will say that um, as a member of the of that uh, museum, I used to love to go to their special events. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of special events and they have a quasi outdoor cafe where you can have brunch on Sundays. And I, I tell everyone you should do that at least once. Just go to that. It's just beautifully done. Um, nice environment. And, you know, then you can go to the see the artwork after brunch, you know? Yeah. So it's oh, yeah. really nice. Very nice. I, I've been there a few times, and, uh, yeah, I have enjoyed it. I'm not, uh, you know, really that much into art, to be honest. But, mm-hmm. no, it's it's great to, to go there and visit. And yeah. it's nationally renowned, maybe internationally yeah. uh, renowned. People come from all over to go uh, to the Courier. No, no doubt about it. Uh, seventh on the list is uh, White Mountain National Forest in Kempton. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Beautiful outdoors up there. It is gorgeous. I mean, it's always uh, very popular during, you know, foliage season for sure. But other times of the year, too. Yep. uh, You know. And they've kept development out of it. That's one of the things that's, uh, you know, uh, very important to keep the North Country as as, uh, North Country as uh, it's always been. Absolutely. Uh, Some people call it the Great North Woods now, but... uh, the North Country is keep how it, keep it a, keep it a, leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. Just it's the North Country. That's right. All right. Here's a place that uh, I haven't been to in years, but I have been there and always enjoyed it for any number of reasons. Uh, number eight on the list is Clark's Train Bears in yes. Lincoln. Yes. You know, I was kind of disappointed. I I performed in Lincoln this past summer. Okay. At Gene's yeah. Playhouse. Right, yeah. And yeah. one of the things I had on my list was to get over there to see, because it had been a long time since I had brought my kids right. to sure. Clark's. Yeah. I'll tell you what, busy, busy, busy. They were very busy yeah. uh, this past summer, at I least in July. Were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's good for them. Yeah. A and family-owned business, right? Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, they've maintained it through the years. And Good for them. They've got the train ride there yeah. as well, or that scary guy that comes out of the woods and, and everything. <laughs> but no, Clark's Train Bears, if you haven't been there, uh, you know, you should definitely uh, take the family. Yes. And uh, I don't know what their season is. You know, I don't know if they're open now. I'd probably I don't not. Think so. Probably no. not. Probably not until the spring. I think summer. it's Memorial Day. Yeah, is it? Yeah, that's, that's probably uh, very true. All right, uh, number nine on the list is Mount Monadnock State Park in Jaffrey. Yeah. Which is uh, certainly another great spot for foliage and hiking. And, Very uh, much so. A lot of people hike to the top of Mount Monadnock. Mm-hmm. I do not count myself in that number. I've but done I that one. You have done Mount Monadnock. Huh? <laughs> long, long time ago. But yes, beautiful I, country. I know uh, State Senator uh, Jeb Bradley. He loves to climb mm. all the mountains wow. in New Hampshire. He's done them all. Wow. He has done them. I've, I've heard him 
pontificate about uh, all the mountains. And I think, as I remember, I think he named Mount Monadnock as his favorite really? in New Hampshire. He's done it all over, but I think uh, Mount Monadnock was his favorite in yeah. the Granite State. Interesting. Uh, anyway, yeah. Number 10 on the list, well, it's just plain Concord. Really? Yeah. Well, it's the state capital, right? Yeah. So that's why. Yeah, I know we've been there. Yeah. It says with a plethora of educational attractions and fun diversions, mm -hmm. the capital city is one of the best cities to visit in New Hampshire. It says yep. why you should visit this place. Nature, arts, literature, and history, whatever suits your fancy, you'll likely find plenty of beautiful places to visit near you, wherever you are, mm -hmm. in Concord, even on Reddington Road. Absolutely. I didn't say that. I just <laughs> threw that in. The city is particularly known for its literary culture and revolutionary roots. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've often wondered, I love Concord, okay? I live in Concord right now. I love the community. I love the fact that they've kept it small mm -hmm. and that downtown area, I love downtown. Yeah, um, so beautiful downtown. Why it did is... Manchester have such a different? Why uh, did Manchester have such a different life than Concord? Because, as far as I'm concerned, um, and I've lived in both communities. Yeah, me right? too. Me too. Um, Concord, I don't know what happened. I mean, Concord stayed stayed the course, mm -hmm. and ended up having a place, I feel, that is just so much more comfortable to be in. Oh, I, I would totally agree with that. Totally agree. What and, happened? And just think about the improvements they've made yeah. uh, just over the last few years to downtown in terms yeah. of the infrastructure yeah. uh, downtown. And, you know, and people, they always, no matter what downtown it is, it could be Concord, Manchester, anywhere else, you name it, in the country, not just in the state. You know, they always say parking is an issue. I've never really found it to be a it's huge not. issue. I think people use that as an excuse. It's an ex and it's inexpensive here. It is. No, <laughs> it is. I mean, when you compare it to, you know, like Boston, for example, I mean, it doesn't even compare, really. Right, right. It's not a fair comparison. You but could come from anywhere yeah, yeah. and enjoy Concord. I think so. I think there's plenty for everyone. Uh, certainly, I think we're very blessed mm -hmm. uh, in the downtown area in particular. I mean, when you have the, the Capitol Center for the Arts, the Bank of New Hampshire stage, yeah. you know, the the, Audi, the city auditorium right. on Prince Street right behind And her state uh, house Hall. is right there, too. And you can go into the state house at any time. Yeah, any, you, you know, can. Just walk in and see the beautiful historical, yeah. not only portraits, but, you know, flags and all the history yeah. that's in there. No, no doubt. You so, know? yeah, Concord has a lot to offer. It does. Except Keno. Uh, <laughs> Why? I don't know. There it is. They have a casino on Main Street, yet they don't have Keno. Oh. All right. Number 11 is, that was my little rant for the day. Okay. Ma maybe. <laughs> First one, anyway. Okay. Uh, number 11 is uh, Bretton Woods Mountain Resort in yeah. Bretton Woods, New Hampshire. Okay. There, there Which brings us Mount Washington Hotel. Yes, exactly. Yes. exactly. So I used to bring my kids there quite a bit um, when, when they were young. Yeah. And this was before it got taken over by the Omni Hotel. God yeah. bless them. But you know what? I liked it so much better before it was the Omni. The The gentleman that was in the elevator, they had an elevator gentleman with the old-fashioned elevator that would pull the door, you know, the, door, the diamond door thing that would go open. Yeah, right. And right. bring you up. There was a, there was a, and my kids remember it too. Yeah. So it's not just me. 
there was a visceral feeling of a living history before it got turned yeah. into the Omni. It was a like an old world hotel. It was. And, yeah, and uh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And, and they took the Omni took it over and now it's more modernized. Yeah. Right? I mean it's still a great hotel. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah, it really is and I would not uh, say don't go there no, because no, it's no. a terrific place. I mean it, it yeah. still is and I and they have that that pool outside. Yes. That warm pool. You see you all can, the the, yeah. the heat coming off yes, it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that is nice. It says uh, perched on the slopes of the photogenic Bretton Woods, this mountain resort is among the best places to go in New Hampshire for an amazing vacation. Yes. Let's see an expert tip here before you go. Take the epic three hour canopy tour for unforgettable thrills and views. I'm not exactly I'm sure. I'm not what sure that what is. that is myself. Okay. On this aerial adventure. Oh, okay. Here's Who's why. This? Here's why I haven't done it. On this aerial adventure, you'll experience 10 zip lines, three rappels, and two sky bridges. Okay. I probably won't, no. won't be doing that anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or anytime ever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It says recommended hotel nearby Omni Mount Washington yeah. Resort. So, it's beautiful. I mean, when you come up to the mountains, when yeah. you come up over the mountain yeah. and you see that hotel with yeah. that back, yeah. you know, all the mountains in the back. Yeah. Come right. on. It's breathtaking. Yeah. It is. No, there's no question. Number 12 is Hanover. Yep. That makes the list at number 12. Yeah, and I, and I don't think this is any particular order, really. No. But it's it's a quaint uh, town, college town, obviously, with Dartmouth there and mm-hmm. and so on. And, you know, I've, I haven't spent much time there. I've gone to some games at Dartmouth, but beyond that, I haven't really done much in Hanover. Mm-hmm. But I know that they have a, a great theater on the campus of uh, Dartmouth. Yep. So lots of things to do there uh, as well. Yep. Number 13 is Castle in the Clouds in oh, yeah. Moultonboro. Absolutely. Never done it. No. Never done it. Oh, I, you will love it. It is so cool. It. When they start telling you about the owner and how he built the house and what he put into it, he was yeah. visionary. Yeah. This guy was wicked ahead of his time. <laughs> Just amazing. Says uh, overlooking Lake Winnipesaukee, this 5,294-acre estate is one of the cool and unique places to visit in New Hampshire, impressing visitors with amazing views and an ornate mansion. Mm-hmm. Says an expert tip before you go. Says visit the carriage house and admire its ever-changing art collection featuring student works and local artists. Also, don't miss the trolley ride and mansion tour. If you have extra time, hit the trails that lead to scenic spots and a waterfall. Yeah, just beautiful. So there you go. All right. Wow, they're hitting all, all spots here. They are, all kinds of things. It's, it's true. Uh, number 14 is Whale's Tail Water Park in Lincoln. Yep. For over 30 years, this 17-acre Lincoln Water Park has been one of the best New Hampshire tourist attractions for families. Yes. Once, very, very long time ago, I believe and, I brought my kids. And, and me too. It was a long time ago yeah. with kids, right. And at number 15 is the Cannon Mountain Aerial Tramway in Franconia. <laughs> All right, I have a story on that one. Oh, okay. Well, we want to... <laughs> We want to hear that. Well, hold on. We have okay. to. All right. I want. Uh, that's a tease. Okay. That's a tease. All right. We're going to hear about Jane's story on the <laughs> Cannon Mountain Aerial Tramway coming up. But you're going to have to stay with us because we have to take a quick break here. It is in touch with Kale and Cormier, 1450 WKXL 1039 on the FM dial in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in the Manchester area. 
and streaming 24 hours a day on nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back to Kale and Cormier. In touch with Kale and Cormier, Ken Kale, Jane Cormier. I know you're on the edge of your seat. <laughs> Maybe if you're driving, you've pulled over. Oh, I don't know. My but, goodness. But Jane gave us a little tease before the uh, the break. Uh, we were talking about the top 15 attractions, and we came to number 15, which was the Cannon Mountain Aerial Tramway in Franconia. I have never been on it, to be honest. Uh-huh. But Jane. <laughs> Jane has a story that she would like to convey. Yes, I remember going on that with my mom and my sister and her husband and their two kids. And we were in the in the enclosed, you know, whatever they call that. And I remember, you know, I was probably in I was uh, probably like 18. And I remember going and getting into it and saying, guys. You know, what if this thing ever broke down or something and we're up there, right? And, and oh, you know, they guffawed and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. So we go up. We get, no kidding. I'll never forget it. I can, it's, it's been pressed in my brain. Uh-huh. We get to the middle of this huge range, okay? You're looking out the windows. You see nothing, but, you know, you're there. You're way up. There's nothing around you. It's just you and the cable. And the thing goes... Boom, the, the the seat goes, you know, the the, the tram. Yeah. And it's, and it's going like this, and it just stopped. Just stopped. Stopped, okay? Here we You're are. You're looking down many, we are, many feet. Yes. We are looking down, and I remember, you know, the first 15 minutes, I was like, guys, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a little nervous, right? And, then, and I could see my mom, you know, good, strong Irish woman, right? She's like, don't worry about it. We're going to be fine, right? 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh now boy. she starts Just getting nervous. Just kind of hanging there. Yes. Half yeah, an hour. Yeah. It was yeah. like 45 minutes it's later. completely stopped. Completely stopped. Wow. Over the, over like, I just can't, I can still see it. It was, there was nothing there except us and mountains and a big, long drop. And oh. then all of a sudden we had another boom at yep. about 40, 45 minutes and it started up. And now, we finished. Now, you say 40 to 45 minutes. It probably felt like a lot longer. It was. It was. Oh, well, boy. we were watching. I mean, we were like the first 15 minutes, we were like, ha-ha. But after yeah. that, we were watching. And we found out that there was some issue. Uh, I forget exactly what they said. Wow. But there was some mm. issue, and they felt that it was better to stop yeah. uh, than not. Continue. Yeah. Wow. So I never went on it again. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can understand why. <laughs> that was a long way down. And, but the irony was, is they laughed at me. Yeah, they laughed yeah, at me. Exactly. And yeah. then it happened. Yeah. Oh my lord. Oh man. Well, I have another. I have another story about this. Uh, no, uh, oh, uh, about saying something that happened. Yeah. If you have ever been to Lawrence, they had a uh, showcase cinema. Yeah. Do you remember the showcase cinema? I, I saw The Godfather there. All right. You know, I might have too. Who knows? Uh, uh, that's where we used to go to see. It had like eight theaters. Yeah. It was a big deal. Uh, yeah. At right? the time, it was. It, it was. really was. Yeah. And you yeah. remember the big the big sign oh, that yeah. was the showcase? Like yes, it had I do. eight things in it. Uh, and I you do. would drive under the sign to park in the back. Right. You drive right remember. under the yes, sign. I do. Yeah. I had my three, my two nephews and a niece in the car with me. I was probably, again, like 18 years old. And I'm driving the car, and I said to them, guys, I hate going under here because I'm always afraid something's going to fall on us, 
right? Because yeah. I hated, I used to avoid that sign. I, yeah. It was kind of low clearance, yeah. you know, going under it because right. you went right under this huge extended thing. Yeah. If you don't think that one that one time an A, a letter, the letter a, a fell off onto my car and the kids went crazy. They were laughing so hard. Oh, and my boy. nephew got out and he picked it up and he put it in the car. And, you know, we drove to the back and parked and went in. And I, I just couldn't believe the whole time I was saying, guys, do you believe that that happened? After we said, I hate driving under this thing. I'm always afraid. And an A fell an on a your vehicle. Did it do any damage? Thing. No, not that no. I probably a little bit of a thing, you know, but it was a boom. Yeah. And then he picked it up off the car. Can you did believe he keep that? It? No, we oh. gave it back. Oh, you gave it back. We gave okay. it back. Of course we did. I might but have yeah. kept it as a souvenir. No, you know? no, no, no. I, I was, even then I was I was looking to lead my kids, <laughs> right? You know, could they couldn't see on Jane Steele. <laughs> right? But yeah. Well, crazy yeah and uh yeah I, i've been there a couple of times but not no it's not, not there not, is it no, there anymore? is it there i don't know i don't, I don't even know but uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a long time yeah but it but then at that in that era though i mean those uh, like showcase cinemas yeah. as you mentioned in, in lawrence i mean it's not like like virtually every town now has some kind of a, a theater oh, or yeah. a town of any size uh has uh, a few theaters and you can go virtually any time. But uh, back in the day, right. you know, uh, they didn't have the schedules that they do now. And you it had was to, a big you know, deal. It was. I, yeah. I remember I have a – here's one story about uh, I had to make a monumental decision <laughs> on September 16th, 1965. Oh. <laughs> I, you remember the date? I, I, I do. Wow. Because it will, it will forever okay. be etched in my mind. Okay. It was at the time when the Sound of Music was just coming out. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, you know, great movie. And, yes. And at the time, though, I, we, we grew up, I grew up in Melrose. And, you know, it was about 10, 15 miles north of Boston. And, and so it was easy to get into Boston. And, uh, you know, it wasn't that. But the fact of the matter was, it was only playing at the big theaters and only like twice a day. Yes. And tickets were hard to come yes. by. You couldn't get tickets at night to see The Sound of Music. So this September 16th, I was going to school, and we had the afternoon off. There was some kind of a teacher's workshop going on. So my mother worked uh, nearby for a, a beverage company and uh, took the afternoon off, knowing that I was going to have the afternoon off, and she gave me the choice. It was my choice. We could go to either... The Sound of Music or a Red Sox game against the Cleveland Indians oh, at Fenway Park. Okay. Now, I have to, you know, send out this caveat that I had been to many Red Sox games sure. that particular year. It was 1965. Uh, we used to go a lot. The bleachers were only a dollar at that time. <laughs> the parking was probably 50 cents. Mm. I don't know. But not what it is today, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Red Sox were drawing like four or 5,000 a game. And you could sit virtually anywhere you wanted. Uh, so, you know, one more Red Sox game or the chance to see this movie that, you know, obviously yeah. was ballyhooed at the time. It was yeah. a huge Big deal. deal. Huge deal. Yep. Uh, in 1965. So, okay, I made the decision. Let's go to The Sound of Music. Good for because you. At the Gary Theater in Boston. So it was fine. Great. We enjoyed it. We got in. We and I enjoyed it very much, as did my mother. Uh-huh. 
So we get out of the car. First thing I did was uh, find the, the ball game on uh, WHDH in Boston. They were already in the postgame show. Oh, no. And they were talking about a no-hitter. Oh, no. Dave Moorhead uh, of the Red Sox that day pitched a no-hitter. And, you know. <laughs> and you missed it. I, I was sick. Oh. I was sick. Because I, I had never seen a no-hitter. And I will say this to this moment. I have never seen a no-hitter. Wow. In history, in, in Major League Baseball, in person. Yeah. In person. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I just felt, you know, the, the crowd that day at Fenway, by the way, it was Nuns Day at Fenway. The crowd was under a thousand people. It was oh a week. It was a goodness. Thursday afternoon, and the crowd was under a thousand. They're mostly nuns at the game. Unbelievable! Yeah, really? So you know, it would have been very easy to sit just wherever you of wanted course. to and see this uh, moment of Red Sox history. The Red Sox were a woeful team at the time, and the game meant nothing. But uh-huh. it was a no hitter. Unbelievable! And I have yet to this day. So what I, ha- I said, I had to do something. I had to do something. So before we got home. Driving home from the sound of music, I had my mother stop at this store called Wellwood, which was in a little strip mall in, in Melrose, and I bought a congratulations card for Dave Moorhead. Oh my goodness! So I brought it into school the next day on a Friday morning. Brought it into school, and I think I think I was third or fourth grade at the time, and had everyone in the class sign, sign it. it. Sign oh it. my goodness! So it just just doing that. Yeah. Made me feel better. Special, like yeah. I could be a little part of it and send, you know, everybody's fourth or third or fourth grade signature to Dave Moorhead like it early. Isn't that you know. nice? So that was in September. I send it that night. Well, the, the next night, yeah, well, yeah. the 17th, after the kids had all signed the card in my class. So we sent it. And uh, so I, then I thought really nothing about it. I just felt better. Right, you did I, it. That I did something. So then... A couple of months went by, and I got the mail one day at home. I think it was like a Saturday because I was home, and usually I wasn't home when the mail came, but it was like a Saturday. I saw it come through our little chute that we had in the in the house that the postman put the mail through, and I saw an envelope handwritten, addressed to me. Wow. Addressed to me, and they were all blue and, and white Major League Baseball logos around the envelope. <laughs> So I open it up, and I get a two-page handwritten note from Dave Moorhead sa- saying that, you know, after the no-hitter, he received uh, lots of telegrams and calls from his friends and relatives around the country. He said, but nothing meant more oh, than getting a card God. signed by a third-grade oh, class. that's awesome. Yeah. And so he signed it. Uh, you know, he wrote it was it was two pages. I remember that. That's something. And uh, you know, and he do you also still have sent a, a picture. Yes, I do. Good have for it. you. I do. Good. Uh, and I always will. So I mean, that was a, a couple of months after it happened. But I, I just it was so That's out of the blue. Awesome. Yeah. That's a yeah. great story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, I had to make a decision. So I got to see the sound of music, yeah. and then months later, I uh, got an. Uh, a nice letter from Dave Moorhead with an autographed picture as well. Yeah. Uh, you know? So, at any rate, that's... Cool. I, I don't know how we got on that topic. But, but we're talking showcase cinemas. And, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. I, I didn't see The Sound of Music there. I saw it in Boston, I did. I saw it there. Yeah, when it was it, two theaters. Two. 
and then it, it grew to like four and then yeah. six and then like 20 right, or whatever right. it was. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Still haven't seen a no-hitter. Maybe one of these years I will. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully. It is In Touch with Kale and Cormier right here on WKXL at 1450 AM, a signal that's now been around for 76 years. Uh, I haven't been around quite that long, but getting there. Uh, 103.9 on the FM dial in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area. And uh, we thank you for joining us today. We'll take a quick break, and uh, we will continue right after these words on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Cormier. In Touch is the name of the show. Ken Kale. Jane Cormier here on WKXL, all of its platforms, uh, NH Talk Radio, around the clock, streaming 24 hours a day. And uh, before we leave today, there's, you know, Tom Brady uh, announced, I, I'll put that in Italian, in, uh, in, uh, in quotation marks, Yeah. announced his retirement. retirement. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever said in as many words... If you read his what he put out on the day that uh, he was leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and did not include the Patriots in his farewell, I by the know, way. I know, I know. And that caused a lot of it controversy, did. as it, you would expect. But I think he did that deliberately because <laughs> he always wants to be in the news. I, I don't know if he said in as many words that he was retiring. He never said the word retirement. Right. He right. never said that. Never said that. And everybody's certainly construed or perceived that it was uh, a retirement announcement. Mm -hmm. Honestly, and, you know, I've made a lot of incorrect predictions in the past, including about the Super Bowl. Haven't we all? I I thought the (laughs) Buffalo Bills were going to be representing the AFC, and we know that was not the case. Uh, I would not be shocked at all if Tom Brady plays again. Yeah. And, yeah. and it may be as soon as the 2022 season. Probably will be. If he does, it's yeah, probably Yeah, it wouldn't going be later be. than that, right? Yeah, yeah, unless he did take a year off to actually spend some time with his family. I don't I'm believe sure, he could. Yeah, I'm, time I'm, is not in his favor to right, do that. Right, and I'm sure they'll be plenty sick of him by then, mm-hmm. uh, by the time football season, even training camp yep. uh, rolls around. Yeah. And right now, the buzz seems to be, the buzz seems to be that uh, he doesn't want to play in Tampa anymore. He doesn't why. want to be a Is Buccaneer. it Arians? I think it may be part of it. Yeah. I think it may be part of it, but, you know, maybe, I, I think. And when he was a free agent for a little while, yeah. um, in the short time, you know, after leaving the Patriots, when it was up in the air for just a short amount of time, where he would go, uh, I think everybody believed his number one choice was not Tampa Bay, but San Francisco. No, I knew you. <laughs> Because, I mean, that's the team he grew up following with Joe Montana and Steve Young. Do you really think he could do that? I think it is quite possible. What, are they going to switch quarterbacks or something? Well, not necessarily switch, but I think the 49ers, uh, I I don't think they'll have a whole lot of difficulty giving up uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not saying necessarily to Tampa Bay, but I think releasing Yeah, well, they think that's going to happen, right? Yeah, Yeah. And so who else? Uh, would they want other than Tom Brady to run their offense? Uh, you know, I, they, Crazy. They've, they've got a lot of good weapons uh, in San Francisco. Yes, they, they, do. They, they really do. Uh, if he did that, I think he would just lose all 
I don't know. I mean, I think in the back of his mind, honestly, he always talks, uh, you know, so much about when he was a kid following the 49ers yeah. and, and Joe Montana right. and, and Steve Young and being a big 49ers fan because that's where he grew up. But you have Gronk talking about playing for another quarterback. Yeah. Wouldn't Gronk just like be quiet if he knew that that might that could happen? Oh, I don't know. Because I think Gronk wants to yeah. play with Brady. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he would play. But now he again. wants to play for Burrow. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to play with Burrow, and who wouldn't? But, but if I think if there was that opportunity that to play with Brady again, mm-hmm. that he would probably take advantage of. Now, San Francisco already has a very good tight end in George yeah. Kittle. Yeah. And they have uh, Debo Samuel, who's a very explosive offensive player as well. They've got some good offensive weapons and a pretty good defense okay. as well. And Brady is the kind of guy, obviously, that would be capable yeah. of putting them over the top. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I don't disagree with that. But you are right about the retirement thing. That does sun smoke signal somewhere. I'm not sure where because yeah. that's odd. But why do you think he left New England out of that? Why do you think he left them totally out? Now, he still gets along good with Kraft. Apparently. So, what the heck was that? Although, I I heard uh, Ted Johnson, the former linebacker of the Patriots, who does a lot of media now in the Boston area, has uh, pretty good sources inside the offices at Gillette Stadium. (laughs) He was PO'd. And and, uh, Bob Kraft apparently (laughs) threw a tantrum. I know. When he saw that Brady left him out. But you saw his his statement. Why why he did, I I think... I, I think it was on purpose. I yeah, think it was on purpose just to see what kind of feedback there would be. I mean, if he just, you know, put yeah. out that statement and had one line about the Patriots it been okay. and their fans, right. it would have just, you know, gone by the wayside and people would say, no, that's well, great. But now he kept it alive. Uh, yeah. He kept it alive. I don't think he, he did it for that reason. But uh, I think maybe he was making a cut against uh, maybe the coach. Yeah, maybe. But, you know? yeah. But then when he did send out some, uh, you know, some other messages. After. Yeah. And, and when, when uh, uh, Kraft, you know, sent out a, a message about the retirement or so-called retirement. And that retirement, was a warm message. It was. And, and Belichick did as well. Yeah. A couple of days later. Right. And Brady responded to them. Yeah. Uh, very favorably. Right. So I, I just think he's the kind of guy and maybe his advisors are, advisors are telling him to, to do this uh, is to just... Keep your name out there. Just keep it out there. You don't want to be forgotten, right? No matter how great you are. He's Tom Brady. Who's going to forget well, him? Well, I, I know, but you know, he's always got to be relevant. You know? So you think he, he deliberately did that? Relevant. Oh, sure. To, to for, for oh, that reason. Oh, yes. There's, there's uh, nothing that he does that is not orchestrated. Nothing that he does, uh, you know, is just off the cuff. No, no. not off the cuff. Because he's sure. got plenty of people advising him. He's got uh, his agent, Don Yee. He's got other advisors and you name it. Uh, he's got plenty of PR. Wow. I mean, with all the different companies he's invested in, uh, he's got plenty of people okay. to run it by, uh, you know, a statement like that. And yeah. I, I think they just did it to keep his name out there. If it had just been all-inclusive, all right, we, we pretty much assumed that he was going to leave, you know, anyway. So Okay. Uh, Maybe. And, yeah. Wow. He kept it a story. And I don't think in any of them he ever said, as you pointed out, the word retire. And there have been a number of people that have said there's no word that says that. Right. You know, he talks about not doing the grind of commitment like he was doing. Yeah. But no retirement. That's true. So, 
uh, I mean, I, I personally think, I mean, for years, for years he has said, that he wanted to play until he was 45. He'll be 45. When is he a free agent? Uh, well, I, I think I think he's looking for his, my guess is, you know, he kind of sucked up to Tampa Bay and all that and saying what a wonderful place it was and yeah. all that. <laughs> and and I think I think he I think he wants his release from Tampa. But isn't but they does have, he have another year? He does. I mean they they have him and, and you know it's 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 you know the club option. Uh, they, you know, but if he asks for his release and they give it to him, then he would be They'll never a let free him agent. I don't know. I mean, they're not, I, I mean, he's not going to go back there. He's not going to go back to Tampa Bay for whatever reason. Yeah. For whatever reason. We may never know All what right. that reason is. He's not going to go back there. So if they could be compensated, uh, you know, clear that salary cap space of like $25 million to bring in somebody else. Right. Or, you know, if they could be work out a deal compensation for the other team he goes yeah. to yeah, and save on the salary yeah. cap at the That's same good. time. Right. And then they don't want an unhappy player, right. especially Tom Brady, uh, you know, especially the team leader. Right. Uh, so I think they, they wouldn't be happy about it, obviously. I don't wow. think, but you know, they, there would be some benefit to it for them. Wow. Um, but I think Brady, <laughs> I think Brady, it's kind of, it would be kind really, of a storybook finish for him to finish up with his hometown team, the team that he grew up watching. Wouldn't that be great? I almost hope it does happen. (laughs) I certainly hope it happens. I certainly hope it happens because the the NFL is is a better place with Tom Brady than than without, no matter who he plays for. Goodness. I, I really, you know, some people are fantasizing now on Boston Sports Radio that, you know, he may be wanting to come back to the Patriots. I don't think that's ever Why would he happen. do that and not leave a name in the, you know, not even no. acknowledge the fans? Yeah. That'd no, be stupid. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, if it did, I think he'd be uh, welcome back and it would be great <laughs> for for Mac Jones to be able to learn under Tom Brady for that a couple of years. It's never going to happen. It, no, it's not. It's not going to happen. Not with the coach. But I'm telling you what, I don't think San Francisco is far-fetched at all. No, right now with the with the fact that we know Garoppolo is not looking too good right now. No, he's not going to be with them next year. Yeah. Uh, they do have a, a now next year he'd be a second-year quarterback, uh, Trey Lance, backing up Garoppolo. Many people thought he should have been starting this year yep. instead of Garoppolo. He did play a few games when Garoppolo was hurt. but Right. At any rate, so that's what I think. I think Brady will come back. Wow. As a That's 49er. exciting, though, if it ever uh, happened. Yeah. Wow. That'd be great. Well, we'll take a short break, and then we'll have to wrap things up on this edition of In Touch. We are in touch, keeping you informed, folks, here on uh, 1450 WKXL 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond. Welcome back to In Touch with Kale and Cormier. We only have a uh, just a little over a minute left to wrap things up. Put the finishing touches on this program, Jane Cormier. Goes too fast, Ken. It does. It just flies by. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. <laughs> so is there anything you would like to add before we have to wrap this up? No, I think that you about covered the 15 great spots that we can go to in New Hampshire. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from the Cannon Mountain Aerial Tramway. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been on it, but uh, I probably will never be on oh it. Oh, so. my. No. <laughs> 
Well, everything else on there is great, and I'm sure uh, that is too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. You just you just hit a bad day. <laughs> that it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's it. But no, the other it, it's a great state, as we well know. We, or else we, we live in the best. Be Absolutely, live uh, free or die. Yep. Yeah, I I don't think there's uh, any place really when you look at look at it from many perspectives uh, that you would rather be than New Hampshire. I agree. You know. Uh, I mean, no, no state sales tax, no uh, state income tax. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to pay a little more than in some states for the property taxes, but they've got to get it somewhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So right. at any rate, no, I would not live or want to live or have any desire to live in, uh, in any other state. I mean, we have so much going for us, so much proximity to the mountains, the seashore, yep. Boston, the big city and and what, whatever, and uh, all the sports and arts that we have in the state is just terrific. So New Hampshire is the place to be. Absolutely. And that's why we are here on In Touch with Kale and Cormier on WKXL. And don't forget, streaming live 24 hours a day, except when there's a Celtics game on nhtalkradio.com.